Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Sunday Sessions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can listen in to weekly episodes. Thank you. Do you remember how it felt as a child when life felt like your personal playground? That childlike curiosity before the labels and programmings enforced on you by society. Before life told you who to be. What if I told you you've been asleep and life is a giant video game? My combos are the red pill. Would you listen? All it takes is a change in perspective. Dab with me. ready what's up guys welcome back to another episode of sunday sessions with rich this platform will challenge your perspective and we will always and also help expand your consciousness okay now it's always reality is a direct reflection of you so be mindful of your inner talk okay now to my new listeners welcome to the show very pleased to have you here if you haven't already please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on these Weekly Sunday Jones we've got going for you, okay? And if you can, you know, leave reviews and ratings. Helps the platform expand and so that we can find other beautiful shows, okay? Now, reason why you guys are here, man. On today's episode, I have real estate mogul, owner of Fly High Marketing Solutions, YouTube content creator. Lillian, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rich. What an introduction. Look, man, I got to do everybody right, bro. I said real estate vocal for a reason. For a that's fucking a, reason. That's a fact. That's a fact. No, you're not a, you're not a stranger to the show. So just, um, you know, let us know who you are, what you got, and uh, let's just chop it. Yeah, so I am Lillian. Um, I am a real estate investor. I like to really... I'm more of a serial entrepreneur, but real estate is definitely my main vehicle right now, and I really love it. Um, I'm based here in Philadelphia, recently moved from New Jersey last year, and I'm loving life, and things are beautiful, and I'm glad to be back on the show. Hey, let's go. Like, y'all don't understand. Like, Lillian, I got it. She's she part of the um, the Wolf League, of my, my little soul family, so I have to bring sis on to do another episode. Talk to us. So... You mentioned serial investor. For people who don't know, just educate what you mean by that. So I'm definitely involved in a lot of things. Um, sometimes too many damn things. <laughs> hey, but back, um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I like to. Um, I'm invested in some stocks. I'm invested in some crypto. Um, I have a couple businesses, but like I said, my main business is real estate right now. So I'm an investor and an agent at the same time. And yeah, I just like to dip my hands in a in a couple different things. Um, but what I've learned is to definitely, if you're gonna start a business, you want to start one, have it grow, automate it before you move on to the next one. But um, but as far as investing, I like to invest in passive vehicles to you know bring in that passive income. Come on, that's the that's the, that's the main goal. Like having your having passive income come in for you because. I'm getting to a part in my journey where I'm, you know, building my platform and ready to take that next step to bring in that passive income. So I'm glad we're having this conversation because there's people who are, you know, in that same mindset who 
want to be in the same position that you know you are and it's dope that we have in this conversation like look you can do the same you can do the same shit you feel me mm-hmm. and, and and make some of yourself i do want to i didn't know you was you was in stocks and crypto like let me uh how'd you when, when did you start that talk to us about that um so like i honestly i i like so i'm in stocks and crypto but what i do is i just hold like i'm not like I'm not watching charts. Like I'm not reading news every day. Like I'm very, very passive. Like you asked me what's going on in the stock market. Yeah, like I know it's going up, but I don't know like specifics. You know what I mean? Like I know good companies to invest in and good, you know, coins to to invest in, and I'll just hold it. So um, I think one of the things that really got me started <clears throat> was obviously reading books, and then um, I had joined a platform called um, the Black Seed Group, which is owned by. Ogechuku Madu. Um, he's on Twitter. I don't know if you follow him, but I, I first found out. A, yeah, I first found out about his investing group a couple years back, and basically it was a very simple process of investing $100 a month. A group of us like just got into it and invested $100 a month, and just every month we would decide on different stocks to invest in. Um, and that really helped my portfolio grow. And it was very passive. Mm. You know, I would get in there once in a while, pick the stocks that we want to invest in, and then just put money towards that and grow. And my portfolio doubled in like just like a year, um, year and some change. You know what I mean? Mm. And that just really showed me the power of just buying something, holding it, um, and just letting it kind of appreciate and just going from there. But unfortunately, the platform that we were on had to shut down. We were using a specific app. So we had to basically cash out. And I'm kind of mad because we had stocks at Apple and everything like that. But, mm. you know, um, it just showed me the power of just investing in stocks. And I was investing before that, but I really like the group model. Um, but ever since then, I've just kind of been buying different stocks here and there. And um, I have a couple of friends that are heavy into, like, crypto and Bitcoin and everything like that. And they just tell me some plays and I just hop in and wait for, for everything to go up, you know. Hey, and also like the power of networking too is fucking huge. Oh yeah, oh huge, huge. Especially on Twitter, like there's so many gems and so many, you know, different people that you connect to, and that goes a long ass way. It goes so far, yo. Like think about it. We all, I mean, for the most part, the wealth we pretty much met on Twitter. Like I met most of y'all on Twitter before, like you know, we hopped in the group together. So like think about that. Years later, here we are. Damn, that's true. Because I remember. I don't even remember following Aaron. I just remember seeing a tweet about a book club. She was like saying, you know, if you're interested, and I reached out. And then here we are, like, she like four five years are. later. And that's just crazy. Yeah. Crazy off of a book club. Bro. That's still, <laughs> that's still fucking wild to me thinking about that. Still blows my mind. <laughs> that's because we started with like 90, like 100 people, I think. Yeah, it was a lot of people. And then we kind of like sifted through. Mm-hmm. Through the and years we, we sifted through. Through the we, years. We fell and then like the it, I think she deleted it, right? Remember yeah. like randomly disappeared and then like Disappear. we got back together. <laughs> like now we need this because like we realize it's a soul family. And yeah. that's the beautiful part about it. Yeah. We yeah, we got we definitely got together. some Yeah, we got some beautiful people in that group. I mean, I love y'all, man. This, I'm getting emotional <laughs> on this show. Yo, <laughs> I love y'all too, man. I'll be talking to y'all about some of my deepest problems and just like everything, you know what I mean? Like, man. we're such like a good like support group, you know, emotionally, financially, spiritually, everything. Like, it's, 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 it's amazing because it's, it's, you, 
it's certain things you can't talk to certain people about because they won't understand, you mm-hmm. know, and rightfully so. They're just not in that state of awareness where, you know, or we're just not on the same frequency where, you know, you can understand where I'm coming from. Like, the stuff I'm talking right. about, it might go over your head, you know? Right. And I want to have these conversations, but we've built such a great knit of, of family and friendship that this shit yeah. is fucking amazing. Yeah, it's so true. And it's like, I think the most important thing for us is that we're just all open-minded. So, like, even certain things we may not understand, mm-hmm. we're still open to, like, really hear about, like, what's going on, yeah. you know? Like, I think that's what really keeps us connected is just that we're just so open to hearing about everybody's experiences and we're not judging and we're just kind of, like, here to show love. Yo, I had a I had a a, a proud moment when you started dabbling in the, in the psychedelic. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is the first time I got to like actually like sit and talk to you about that. Man. <laughs> I don't even know how much I can speak on that being an agent, but I oh, mean, shoot, true. you know what? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm not opposed to it though. I'm not opposed hey, to it. Because if y'all don't know what psychedelics is, and I got you, Lillian, if, if, if y'all don't know what psychedelics is, it's a beautiful magic mushroom that <laughs> we created to assist ourselves in understanding ourselves it's like it's like alice going down the rabbit hole if you ever seen fucking alice in wonderland she was basically <laughs> on shrooms that potion <laughs> with shrooms and i no wonder i was so fascinated by that shit <laughs> i never rip. thought about it like that me neither the image just popped in my head when i was uh when i was going through that little story but she was on shrooms that's fucking crazy wow that's, that's a good. Right. That's a good comparison. That is, because I remember when I first took um, mushrooms back in college, I didn't. It's before I was as as aware as I am now about who we are as a creator. I just experienced not experiencing time, so I, I experienced ourselves as the creator outside of this and uh just uh just the now moment. And I remember being bored as shit. And I was like, damn, no wonder we came to this earth. Because it, it gets boring after a while as being a creator, you know, viewpoint for, you know, however long. You you ain't doing shit. Mm-hmm. You ain't fucking no, doing shit. Now, I do. True. I do. Now, I don't know how. I'm pretty deep on this show. Okay, so. Oh, we know. We know. Look. Because <laughs> this, this is source news, man. I've created a platform just to be raw and vulnerable. Because. This is the stuff people want to hear. And I want to, I know true. that you um, had a conscious relationship. And yes. thus, relationship mirrored to you um, things about yourself that you weren't aware of. Now, I don't know mm-hmm. how deep or how far you want to dive into that. Um, but I think that's something interesting to touch upon for people who get triggered or they experience people who um, are mirroring to them parts of themselves that they don't understand. I think that'll help yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, so, yeah, I was definitely in a relationship um, with somebody who I thought, you know, I don't know, like, you know, we th- in the moment, we're just like, oh my God, this person is amazing. Mm. And, you know, I just never um, had an experience like, like I had with him. Um, and it was just crazy because, you know, a lot of things, it was really good that I had that because he, like, I know how you guys had talked about certain things um, prior to me meeting him. And then when I met him, he kind of opened my eyes a little, a little bit more to other things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
psychedelics being one of them. <laughs> hey, that, 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 <laughs> but um, yeah, so I mean, within that relationship, um, I think what it mirrored to me was that there's a lot of different forms of love um, mm. that I may not be aware of. Um, and I think I uh, so many, so much, so much with that last relationship. Um, yeah, when it comes to love, man, like, I feel like I'm still learning what it really is or what, yeah, like what love really is. Um, he showed me, um, a lot of parts of himself, of himself that, um, you know, mm-hmm. to me, it seemed like he didn't, he didn't love himself to the extent that I thought he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I think it'll also open my eyes to maybe I'm not as, um, maybe I'm not as openly loving people as I should be. Um, mm-hmm. I think sometimes I hold people to certain standards and I think that like, um, may hinder the love um, that I pour out. It's weird because, like, with y'all, like, it's so easy. Like, I'm just so free-flowing. Yeah. But, like, when I get into a relationship, it's like, you know, I have these, like, strict standards. And to me, it's not strict, but clearly, you know, to others, it might be strict. And I'm just you like, You mean, like, no, like, how to, how, how, like, how they are going to approach you, how they're going to, you know. Yeah, like, how they treat, like, how I receive love, right? Like, I want to receive love the way I'm used to receiving love. And when I don't, it's like, it's friction. So you what's know? your love language then, would you say? So I would say my love language is, number one, <clears throat> would definitely be quality time. Okay. Like, and what I realized with quality time is that that is, everything is subjective, right? Everything is subjective, different perspectives, because my quality time, my version of quality time is me spending time with my man, hugged up, you know, on the couch, watching a movie. Know. You know what I mean? Like, I want to, like, I'm gonna feel you like I like I just want you to be there versus like you know quality time for other men that I've noticed um like my previous boyfriend to him was just like being in the same room like it didn't even matter that we whether we were like together or not like physically it was just like all right if we're in the same room this is quality time for me and that's not for no, me hell no. you know no. what I mean so it's just like so for me I'm like starting to realize like okay people love differently and that's okay mm-hmm. I think what it comes down to is a form of compatibility. Like, does my way of receiving love match the way you give love? Ooh, or yeah. or am I open to, um, you know, compromising how I receive love and how you give love and vice versa, you know? Because we naturally show love the way we want to receive it, you know? And my way yeah. of showing love is, you know, how I receive it from my parents and my dad specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know, he'll kiss me on my forehead, he'll hug me, he'll tell me he loves me, he'll tell me I'm beautiful, like, I want to receive all that, so naturally, mm-hmm. like, I give that to my man, and sometimes that's not necessarily how they receive love, <laughs> you know what I mean, so. Because, Vito, because like you mentioned, that's what you receive from your dad growing yeah. up, and maybe, like, just people in general, that parent didn't give them that, so. Yep. That's crazy to think about, though. No, it's true, because, and it's weird because now that I'm growing up and I'm maturing more and I'm like, it's natural for me to want to re- like to um, want a man that kind of mirrors my father because my father was like, I mean, he's, he's a great blueprint. man. Yeah, he's like the blueprint. You know what I mean? I, I, I was fortunate and I'm still fortunate to be able to see my parents together 
to, to this day still loving on each other, seeing what a successful marriage looks like. Oh, um, you know what I mean? And like, I see that. So like, there's certain things I pick up from their relationship and from my dad in particular that I want my man to implement, you know, on his part and, and us together. You know what I mean? And I think though, um, there is a certain level of like open-mindedness that I need to open myself up to um, yeah. a little bit more because, you know, every man is not going to be like my father. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to find the balance of, okay, this is what I want, but I also got to like be like, okay, well, this person can give me bits and pieces. You know what I mean? Like you can't like yeah. go into a relationship and be like, well, this has to happen. This has to happen. This has to happen. You know what I mean? I think it's just a little, man, what she was asking for, just like, this what you're not even asking for, what you want isn't, you know, uh, a lot. It's like the simple, like, I want to be booed up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'll be like, basic shit, you feel it's right? basic for me, but like, I don't know. Like, so far, you know, you kind of have to, you have to um, analyze your relationships. Mm. And for me, you know, I think a part of it is, all right, these weren't the men for me. Mm-hmm. And a part of it is also like I'm also I'm always looking within myself like okay what did I do, um, mm. or what can I learn from this experience to now apply to my my next experiences? You know what I mean? And it's, I think it's that contrast. Oh, yeah, exactly. That contrast. That contrast will teach you a lot. <laughs> More, it's because you can either you either react into the situation or you are, you are you know responding, meaning that you observing and responding. So. Right. This relate instead of yeah, you know, I'm upset that the relationship didn't work out. But mm-hmm. what did this teach me? I was right. ultimately dating myself. I was dating a, a part of myself, an extension mm-hmm. of myself, and this self showed me what I don't want. So thank you. Right. Now from this contrast, I know what my ideal relationship is. Right. Right. Exactly. And it's so true. Like it's so true. What What I think. Um, there's certain parts that I also got to, like, keep in mind, too, because, I don't know, naturally, like, being around somebody so much, you start to, you know, pick up certain habits that they do and everything like yeah. that. And naturally. it's weird. Yeah, naturally. So, like, it's weird because, like, certain habits that he would do, I started, like, um, like I, I live with my room, like, I have a roommate right now. And mm-hmm. she's like, yo, she's like, certain things I do, she's like, yo, that reminds me of him. And I'm just like, oh, that's not necessarily good. <laughs> no, <laughs> <It's> like, that's not <laughs> Because, <laughs> because, and the reason why is because, like, there's sometimes, like, like with him, like, he had a business just like me. He was an entrepreneur. So, like, there would be times where he would just be locked away. Like, emotionally, like, he's not even there. You know what I mean? Because he's so, like, into his business. And I see that within myself now. And I'm like, yo, I got to pull away. Like, he didn't know how to pull away. He didn't pull away. You know what mm. I mean? So, like... 99% of the day is business and then I'm going to give my 1% to Lil, you know? And like that's 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 not enough for me. You know, in a relationship. How are you creating, are you creating that balance now that, that you know, she reminded you of what you're diving into? How? So I'm still actually working on that. I've realized okay. that so many, yo, so many things that are going on in my life. Like, alright, so one of the things that I've realized is that outside of like my business and like physical exercise I don't really have a life (laughs) because the thing is that like 
my outlet from business was exercise, right? So, like, okay. I would go to the gym, I would work out, I would play basketball, like, I would do something. Like, I would go, you know, on a nature walk, whatever it is. But it was mm-hmm. always surrounding physical exercise. And for me, that was a great, I mean, it's, still, it's, it's, it's a great thing, you know? Have mm-hmm. fun while you're, you know, being healthy. Um, mm-hmm. But ever since going through this injury with my back and my neck, just doing physical, um, physical therapy, you know, it's kind of been, it's been a little bit tough for me because now I have to figure out like, okay, now I can't go to the gym and work out like, and, mm. and with COVID, there's not much, I mean, it, we're coming out of it and everything, but you know, at a certain point in time, there wasn't much to like do outside. So I'm just like, house arrest. house arrest. So I'm going crazy. So honestly, it's, it's up until now, like last week I had a breakdown. I was like, yo, what else do I do in my life besides business and like yeah. besides business and the gym? Like I need to figure something else out. So this is a process that I'm still working on. You know what I mean? Of just being able to pull away from business. Cause naturally because I didn't have the gym anymore, I just dove more into work and I'm all about balance. Like it may not seem like it, like I'm talking about all about business, but like I'm all about balance. Like my first two hours of my day is dedicated to just me and myself you know, between my meditation, my affirmations. Come um, on, man. You know, like, literally just personal development for myself in the morning. But after that, it's like, go, go, go business type stuff. And I'm just like, I still got to have a, a way to pull away from that. So mm-hmm. right now, um, I'm not as physically limited as um, it may seem. Like, I can go out for walks and stuff like that. It's just different from what from what I'm used to. I'm used to, like, strenuous physical activity, which I can't do right now. So, it's I was actually thinking... Yeah, it's slowing me down. But you know what? It's all perspective, right? Like, I can yeah, be sad. Yeah, like, I could be sad that I can't play basketball right now, but I can still walk. You know what I mean? I'm not mm-hmm. in a wheelchair. Like, I can still go out. Like, I was actually about to go for um a hike on Saturday, um, but then I got caught up in some something else. But Basically, um, my solution is to just find other things um, that I already like to do and just kind of dive into that more. Like, you know, I love music. I was thinking about getting a guitar. I always wanted to learn how to play the acoustic guitar. Yeah, I always want to. Yo, it's three instruments that I want to learn how to play. The piano, acoustic guitar, and the drums. Always wanted to learn how to play those. So which one? Let me ask you. I'm about to hold you accountable. Which one of those will you pick up since? Acoustic guitar. Okay. So that'll be one way for me to have my uh, outlet and just do something different. I wanted to pick something that, like, that doesn't involve me being in front of a screen. Because another thing I love to do is, like, photography. But, like, you know, after I take my pictures, now I'm in front of my computer screen, edited pictures and stuff like that. So, like, I wanted to do something that, like, draws me away from, you know, that that blue screen, that that phone, that computer, you know? Because that playing the guitar, it's mindfulness. Mm-hmm. It's like meditation. Because you you and the, the strings are co-creating mm-hmm. in that moment. Right. I've been using co-creation a lot ever since my episode with Gordana because it makes so much sense now. I got to listen to that. Co- <laughs> Bro, she is such an amazing woman. Like that episode, it's got me thinking of everything. Like right now, me and you are co-creating in this moment. Your universe is combining with my universe. We're co-creating this reality right now, right? Because we're both in alignment, we're both on the same frequency. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> That's so That's true. Wow. You mentioned because you mentioned earlier about routines. And I'm noticing this. That's so fucking important because 
being out here, I noticed when I would, because the, the app, like, I'm not the average person, me, sometimes I would wake up and go, you know, straight to my phone and, you know, whatever. But, and I realized that I was messing up my momentum to start the day. Mm-hmm. So now I'm kind of like, I'll wake up, um, you know, I'll sit in the meditation and I'll consciously eat without my phone. And then I'll sit on the couch and I'll read um forever long and then i will write my affirmations for how i want my day to go how my week to go and then once i give myself that me time then i go into the world yep yep because you gotta realize as soon as you pick up your phone you go into the world everybody else's thoughts are flooding your brain what about your thoughts you need to prioritize your own thoughts and feelings you know what i mean before you die like yo you hit social media and it's like a whirlwind of like different people's ideas yeah different energies like everything you know what i mean so like if you don't take the time first thing in the morning to really feed your your brain and your your thoughts and everything like that kind of gather yourself you're going to be thrown off you're not going to have any foundation going into your day your foundation is now built upon everybody else's feelings you know what i mean like you got people's like first of all like not the average person i like i like to to choose my words carefully these days the person would, you know, wake up and watch the media, i.e. the news, and then that suggestion of how, you know, the world is now becomes your reality. There's no different than social media. You got people's emotions coming from the tweets. Like, you feel the energy. You feel you it, feel absolutely. That energy. And then that now becomes your reality. That now becomes your energy. Yep. Like, I noticed one time, I had to check myself. I was uh, chilling. And I saw, um, it was some tweet, uh, some video I was watching, and I noticed my energy shifted significantly. I'm like, no, because I was fine before this shit. Yep. But I, I allowed that energy to become my own. Now I need to kind of like shift and pivot. Right. Yep. It's so easy to do that. You know what I mean? It's so easy to do that. Like, and, and the thing is that it works both ways, right? So like you can wake up, watch something negative, and now you feel negative. Like you have that negative energy. But you could do the same um and watch something positive and have positive energy right so like Mm -hmm. i think it's important to wake up build upon that foundation of your own thoughts right and then watch something positive Mm -hmm. like that's why they have like these motivational videos on youtube or whatever but like you instantly notice like like if i go on social media and i see a a black person get shot my mood is down like you know what i mean like and it's just like yo like why i don't i can't i literally can't afford to take that mental toll like dealing with like all this other stuff that's in the world you know what i mean do you do you realize like let's say for example somebody i asked you for example hey did you see that you know video of so-and-so getting shot and you say no and then i respond saying well why why didn't you you don't want to have that reality become yours so you're being responsible for your own creations the other person doesn't see that they take it as an offense like oh you don't care it's like I do care. I care not to create that in my reality. Right. Right. And I think it's a it's 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 a balance, right? So like you're you like you have to care we are all one consciousness, right? So like you have to mm-hmm. care about other people. Like it's it's in us to care about other people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um but at the same time, if you do take on the mental and emotional toll of everybody else, then who are you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like who are you? What are you dealing with? How are you serving yourself? You know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you start to, like, constantly embed yourself in, like, everything that's going on in social media, it, 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 I don't see it being beneficial. 
You know what I mean? No. Like, I'm not saying to go out there and ignore the world, you know, because you can't. Because you you live in it. We live in this in this yeah. in this reality in this freaking matrix. <laughs> Yeah, so bro, like you can't. Yeah, so like you can't ignore it, but you also have to protect your peace. Like you have to protect your peace. If you don't have yeah. any peace within yourself, how do you expect to put peace out there in the world or help somebody else? You know, find their peace. You know. Preach, preach. That the 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 quote be the change you want to see in the world. It's it makes so much sense. So much sense. It makes so much. Why would I admit? A frequency of the reality I don't wish to experience. Like you said, I'm not ignorant to what's going on. I'm not ignorant from that from that 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 you know situation. I'm telling myself what I want to experience. Right. And that's that's the silly end because we understand we're we're co-creators in it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. God. God damn. <laughs> this is like a this is like a psychedelic conversation right now. It's interesting because me and you, me, we've been friends for years at this point, and it's mm-hmm. interesting seeing your spiritual uh, journey and growth. Yeah, I remember you were you were post certain things. I was like, damn, like because you, it's, it's it's just it's just amazing. It's just like you, you're each each of us are seeing each other's growth in real time. So much growth. So like when you were post certain things, I'm like, damn, like she's getting it. Or <laughs> okay, I didn't, I didn't I didn't I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And so like when what was that? So I know it all kind of started like Aaron, like giving us books to read and you know suggestions and stuff. But when did that 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 click happen to like, whoa, I'm the creator? That click, I can tell you right now, I can pinpoint. It was when I became vegan. To be honest with you, so <laughs> the the level of enlightenment I had during that stage was crazy. So I was in Spain. I was playing professional basketball, and you was I, in Spain. Yeah, yeah, I was in Spain. That's why. That's where I started my career. So that's a lot I don't know about you, really. <laughs> yeah, man. And um, I I graduated college in 2015, and I went overseas shortly after. And um, <clears throat> it wasn't for a couple months, probably like two months after I got overseas, and I was just like, man, like, you know, it was amazing that I was able to literally create that dream and and start living it. Um, and then like, as time went on, I was like, I don't feel the best. Like I finally got to this position, you know, where I'm professional, but I don't feel the best. So I started looking for different ways of, I always heard about people being vegan and I had one vegan friend, but like, you know, when something isn't on your radar screen, you don't really pay attention to it. You know what I mean? So, um, I just started looking into like different things to kind of help my situation out. I know I had some tendonitis in my knee, my knee was all messed up and, um, I was just looking for things to kind of help. So tried the vegan diet. And, um, after about a week, I noticed the pain in my knee went down a lot and I just pretty much stuck with it from there on. And, but in the, in the midst of that journey, not only did I like get so many physical benefits, the spiritual benefits have just been crazy. Like, because about as simple as it seems, when you're, when you're eating meat and dead, you know, dead food and dead animals, mm-hmm. you take on that energy to an extent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you do, you don't think about it. I mean, I didn't think about it before. Like, what do you mean? Like, they kill a cow. Why, like, what's the, what does that have to do with me? You take on that energy. And a lot of times, especially in America, you know, all these, like, huge farms and all these things, like, they torture a lot of these animals before they 
before yes, they kill them. And traumatized. That traumatized them. Now, I can get real, real deep and talk about some crazy shit really quick, right? So, hey, this is Sunday session with Rich for a reason. Yeah. So, um, there's like, there's like a group of people in the world, whatever you want to refer to them as, but like a lot of people refer to them as elites. And like, there's a thing that they do where they like, <laughs> it's like this underground, like secretive thing that people don't want to believe, but it's a thing where they like kill children, right? And they like yep. eat, the like adri- drink adri- their adri- blood. Adri- yeah, adri- yep, you there it is. is. Yep. And like, in the process of killing them, they torture them or whatever, and like they drink that blood and they no. ingest the carcass, and that that gives them some type of like. I don't know, some type of like adrenaline and some type of shit that just goes through their body and like it's they like a black magic. Yeah, yeah. So they specifically feed off of that shit because of how they kill them and the fashion that they kill. Man, that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> Yo, I, a lot of these, a, a lot of these like shows and like for example, one of my homies, uh, Chase, he has sent me the script of uh, South Park, and they literally tell you what what what's going on. Oh like, yeah, what absolutely. Doing. They tell you in a way in that you time. won't think about it, though. Like, you, you, won't, you won't think this twice. This is absurd. Yeah, like, that's crazy. And you just laugh and keep it moving. You know what I mean? But if you pay attention, you know, like you said, South Park, Simpsons, like, they yeah. they drop all the, like, all the information. It's just, you know, again, like, they just, you don't think twice about it. But um, mm-hmm. shoot, that'll be a whole nother episode. We got to get everybody in on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. We talking about the animals and the energy going into our bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when it comes back to the whole vegan thing, so yeah, like that affects you, right? So when I noticed that I changed the way I was eating, right, I just I just mm-hmm. felt a lot better. Like, and I can't really explain it, but overall, like mentally, I felt a lot more clear-minded. You know what I mean? And I can't mm-hmm. really like, you know, there's no like statistic or whatever like that that I can present to you. But like, I just know that once I started eating that type of diet of just live plants, you know, fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, grains, like all that stuff, I just naturally felt better. Um, so the enlightenment that that I realized was that <clears throat> when you're eating to live, um, you know, you just kind of have like a completely different perspective on life, you know? And like when you're eating meat, I know, like I literally wrote this down in my journal. I was like, when I eat meat, I feel tired. I feel sluggish. You know, sometimes my mood is affected right after, but when I, when I eat, you know, um, when I eat my vegan diet of like fruits and vegetables and everything like that, I just feel more alive. Naturally, I just feel more alive. And like I said, I don't have like a statistic to present to you or whatever, but I just know that if you do transition, um, typically you just start to feel a lot better. I felt a lot lighter um, and the benefits have just been endless. And like since that moment, because it forced me to question what I've been doing all my life, like the way I've been mm-hmm. eating, the way I've naturally been taught to think about things and food, that immediately sparked everything else. So now I'm questioning not only am I questioning food, I'm questioning everything. I'm questioning the government. I'm questioning school. I'm questioning right. jobs. I'm questioning medicine. I'm questioning everything. That the bells are now lifted. At, you know what I mean? And so, like, there's nothing that, like, on, on a daily basis, I'm going throughout my life, like, okay, this happened. Why? 
You know what I mean? Or like, mm-hmm. what is the reason for this? Why are you trying to push this on me? Like, why? Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I don't so think it's. I though. think it's a great thing. So heavily. Yeah. I think it's a great thing because you learn so much. You know what I mean? Like, because you're not taught to ask why. Like, they're just like, you know, in school yeah, you obey. ask, yeah, obey. Like, what do you mean why? Don't ask why. This is it. Just does. It just happens. You know, like in school, if you ask why too many times. You gonna get in trouble. <laughs> like yeah. the teacher's gonna be like, "Stop asking questions." <laughs> but it's true. You know what like, I mean? Something in your soul is peeping bullshit. Or even if it's not even your soul, you just peep. Like something about what you explain to me doesn't make sense. Right. So, you know, I'm gonna ask why, and I feel like they get triggered. They're like, "Well, this is how I was taught." It's like, bro, no, you've been deceived to right. you know be programmed whatever the agenda is for that situation. Right. right. So if you're just force-fed information and you accept it, I think that's, like, the biggest detriment to, like, society. Like, I don't think, like, even everything I'm saying today, like, I tell people now, like, anything I say to you, don't take it as, like, like you know what I mean? This is the rule. Mm-hmm. Like, go out there, because I think there's a level of, I call it divine intuition that you got to have. It's going to research, mm-hmm. be research. like, if you research the vegan diet, there's going to be sources that say, Oh, a vegan diet is the best diet in the world. And there's going to be sources that say, oh, eating meat is the best thing, the best type of diet in the world. You know what I mean? But you got to come to a point where it's like that divine intuition, that discernment that you got to have, like what resonates and what aligns in my life best. When I started the vegan diet, I was like, wow, you know, this seems like the best diet for me. And like even now to today, I know some people that became vegan, then went back to eating meat. And it's cool because whatever that they feel is best for them i think that that's that's what they should do you know what i mean but for me i'm one of them i'm one of them because i'm realizing because i was vegan for uh, i want to say like three four months and then i i ate with some tacos bro i, <laughs> eating, taco. I had that one I, i'm gonna tell you exactly what i fucked up at. <laughs> i was i was at work at my old job and it was this famous taco joint mm-hmm. and then me just me i'm i'm a you know a bubbly personality so you know I am naturally drawn people, and I was getting free tacos after a while. So if you get a free tacos, you gonna keep eating ambitious. <laughs> I just went down the rabbit hole and fucked myself up ever since. Listen, and that's okay. I'm not gonna sit here and say I've never eaten meat since I became vegan. I became vegan in uh, January, officially like January 2016. Um, I actually no, I became vegan um, in um, I'm sorry, December 2015. Right? I was like, oh, I'm dedicated mm-hmm. to this. Came home from um, from Spain for vacation in December for, you know, for Christmas and break and everything like that. My dad had bought me my favorite pizza, which was um, ham and cheese. And he was like, oh, I bought this for you. Like, I want you to eat it. And I was like, man, like, I really like I'm doing this vegan thing. Like, I'm not trying to do it. But, you know, parents, oh, you got to eat it. Like, you know, I was like, man, he bought it. Like, I'm not going to not eat it. So I actually just took off the I took off the meat. I took off the ham and I just ate the cheese. And when I tell you my stomach exploded, like Bro. it was crazy. I'm like, oh yeah, this is not because by that time I had already like cut out meat for like three or four weeks. You know yeah. what I mean? So like now I'm eating the cheese at least, and like it was terrible. Yeah, and like even yeah, and like I had to learn. There was a learning curve, right? So like you know, there's certain things that you eat without even thinking that it has any type of meat or dairy in it. And come mm-hmm. to find out, like it does. It, it might be just a little portion of like even jello, like jello, and like all that, all, the, all these things that you, know, you don't think about. Isn't jello made out of like a pig, like pig um, fat, pig, yeah, pig yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's like all these things you don't think about. So there's a learning curve that I had to realize, like, okay, 
unless I know the ingredients, like, I probably really don't know, like, what's in it. You know what I mean? Mm. So, um, you know, nobody's perfect. Have you perfect. seen What the Hell? Yeah, yeah, that was one of whew, I tried to that... watch, I got... I tried to get my parents to watch it. They probably sat through the first ten minutes. <laughs> it's heavy, bro. Like heavy. I, I don't. I don't know who put me on to it. But I remember sitting there, and it's. It's you don't know what you don't know. So you don't, you don't know, know that, what you don't. that you know dairy. You know causes mucus, and that's why mm-hmm. you know another reason why we get sick. You don't know that you know what they are pumping into these cows and chickens and shit are right. you know drugs, and then mm-hmm. that drug is now inside of you because you yep. know, you're consuming the animal. Exactly. I didn't know this shit until I watched that. Right, and I think mucus. I mean, I think um, dairy is honestly probably worse than um, meat. I think because dairy directly causes inflammation, like mm-hmm. for a fact. You know what I mean? You know, I feel like if we lived in a society where like um, we ate meat of like you know maybe animals that naturally died and like you know. It, it, they were like you know fed the proper diet like maybe i would mm. eat meat i don't know i'm not gonna say you know i would or wouldn't but like maybe like if the if the meat was overall healthier but dairy better. dairy is a direct correlation has a direct correlation to inflammation and inflammation in the body is the first is the first stage of any type of disease any and every type of disease it starts with inflammation in the body that's crazy. Hey, we, what we telling y'all right now, if even if you don't agree with it, all I ask is just do research. Like anything mm-hmm. that I speak about in this show, you don't have to take it as face value. But just do research on it. I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, sparking that, that question in you to, you know, question what I'm saying and question what you read, bro. That's right. That's literally all. And then all, have all that divine intuition. Yeah. Figure out figure it, out man. what makes sense to you. Figure out what aligns with your life. Cause like like I said, you're gonna read things that's like, all right, well, this is the right way to eat. Well, this is the right way to eat. You know, and it might be contradicting, but like when you're actually in it and you feel like, okay, you know what? This aligns with me better. So I'm gonna go with this. This makes more sense to me. Cause like when you do that with anything, like I told you, being vegan was a spark to everything. So like mm-hmm. now I start to read all about I mean, I my brother, honestly, he was the first person to put me on to like all the things with, like, the government and everything like that back in high school, but I didn't pay attention. So it wasn't until I became vegan and a lot of things started correlating with the with the um, dairy industry and the meat industry and, you know, why the government does certain things. And, um, yeah, so, like, now, I, you know, I read a lot and I watch a lot of documentaries and I'm like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. Nope. <laughs> and my divine intuition kicks in, like, you know, there's contradicting things that are said, but my divine intuition kicks in and I'm just like, you know what? This doesn't make sense, but this does make sense. So I'm a rock with this. You know what I mean? And like, I don't know, it comes to, like I, I keep saying, like divine intuition and discernment. No, yes. figure out what makes sense to you and like, you know, just kind of rock with it. Your intuition go let you know what's, what's real and what's not. I had a conversation with my mom, uh, I want to say like two weeks ago. I gave her a call, a video call once a week. And then when I, I told her, like, you know, when I get back to the States, you know, I'm going to come see you kind of shit. And then she was saying how, you know, you got to wear a mask while you're in the house. And I'm like, why is that? Why your house, bro? And then I had to break it down. She's watching the news every single day. So that fear. And then we had, we started talking even further. And then she was like, I asked her what she was eating for dinner. And then she, uh, well, no, what she's been eating for dinner. She said, yeah, we've been ordering, I've been ordering pizza and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, in one, in one breath, you're telling me you're concerned about, you know, the virus. And then the second breath, you're putting the, the things in your body that's weakening your immune system. It's going to make you 
you know, get whatever, you know, disease and virus. So it's just an education. It's just an education for me. And I right. had to break it down and she would not get it. She was, you know, that it made sense. You know, you know, you know, when you call a parent out and it makes sense in that moment, mm-hmm. they don't want to admit it. It was that moment. She was <laughs> yep. like, yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. But I'm not going to let you know that you got. <laughs> yep. Hey, mom, get it together, bro. Get it together. Oh my god, that's so funny. That really happens to all our parents, though. Like it's the same thing happened with my parents. Like my mom, when I tried to sit them through with the health, um, my mom actually watched it a lot longer than my dad, and she understood, right? So like she made that change to a plant based diet for a couple of weeks, and then she kind of like reneged and went back to the meat or whatever. But that's for me, right. you got it, education, right? Right, it's what you said. We just sparking that question, you know what I mean? Sparking mm. that interest for you to then do your own research and come up with your own conclusion. Because, listen, there is no right or wrong, Mm-mm. you know? There is no right or wrong in the world. Like, it comes down to what type of life that you want to live, how you want to feel, how you want to do things, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, I'm not here to judge whether you eat meat or eat whatever, like, but, you know, do your it's own research. Yeah, do, yeah, that's what people like even, like, I think that, that because I was guilty of this, watching that documentary, you see all these ingredients that's on the food labels and shit, and you're not thinking, okay, what is what does this mean? You don't think to research it, and then right. when you start researching, you 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 ingest in rat poison, for example. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? I've been eating rat poison for thirty, like you know, this was for like thirty some years, right? Like what? Right. <laughs> and now that the, that now that you you understand after you do that research now at that point you got to decide what you want to do because now you have the responsibility mm-hmm. of making that change whether you want mm-hmm. to or not right because like there's people out there that know things that don't want to change and like those are the people like i don't feel bad for you no. know what i mean it's like you know you, better come on baby you know better. you know who's it not to to make the decision the conscious healthy decision right and if you're not gonna make the decision then that's fine but don't complain about it <laughs> you know what i mean like you want to eat pizza all day you know the implications of it don't sit here and be like, well, I'm fat. I don't know why I'm fat. Like, you know why. Like, You know on. why you fat. <laughs> you know what I mean? That pizza, <laughs> right. <laughs> Man, I'm people not... that don't know, those are the people that, you know, I'm just like, all right, well, let me try to educate. And then you decide what you want to do on your on your own. You know what I mean? If you inquire. I don't be if trying to push inquire. nothing on. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm past it's... that phase. Yo, that's true. Because, like, you get to a point in your spiritual journey where you just want to, like, you feel the need to tell everybody what you know. Right. Like, <laughs> like give your unwanted opinion. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing this. But it's like, unless they ask you or you're creating a platform world where you can say whatever you want to say, then just a little discernment. If they ask, then yeah. you know, give a little nugget. If not, then, hey, watch my lifestyle. Too. Right, right, exactly. And that's so true. And I, and I think I think it shouldn't be, like, looked down upon, you know, when you give your opinion. I guess it's 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 how you do it. Like, yes. you know, when you first learn, you want to tell everybody because you're like, yo, this can save your life. Like, you yeah, want to, yeah, yeah. you're pushing it because you really actually care. Mm-hmm. But they don't see it that way. They don't see it that way. So, like, they're seeing it as you're being aggressive, but you're like, no, I just want to save your life type shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, like, if somebody doesn't care, exactly. But if somebody doesn't care, then they really won't care what, about what you have to say. It doesn't matter, like, how negative it is for them or whatever. Like, they're going to look at it as you're attacking them. So, that's why, like you said, like, unless you kind of create that platform for people to come and see what you're doing, like, you know, or they specifically inquire, then, like, I'm keeping my shit to myself. Like, you know, like, I talk on Twitter about it sometimes, but that's my platform. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You could choose to follow or unfollow. 
Yo, that should that that should be mind boggling. Like when somebody a comment under your stuff and it's like, bro, you're under my platform. This is my thing. right. <laughs> I didn't ask you to whether you agreed or disagree. Like I'm speaking right. what I believe in. And exactly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't come on your tweet and be like, oh well, you like Barbie dolls. I'm like, no, you don't. Like, what? Right. Right. Who, who am I to say that? Right. Like you should like this. Like not like, no, like this is this is this my freedom. Reality. Freedom. Right. Exactly. Free will. This my reality. I do want to. I do want to um I do want to talk a little bit about um uh, real estate though um let me know that because you you hope you're you know uh, do you wholesale and flip I know that's your agent but help me understand what what exactly you're you're doing so right now um so me and my brother started it right and right. we started out wholesaling um we started out wholesaling because that was the easiest way or the fastest way to get a check mm-hmm. <laughs> which is what we which is which was great in the beginning. Um, but we've since then transitioned to, and this has always been the plan because you don't want to wholesale for the rest of your life because okay. wholesaling is still a job. Um, the plan has always to been to be um, to create that passive income with okay. rentals. Um, so that's what we've been focusing on as of late, <clears throat> just acquiring rental properties um, oh, and being, yeah, yeah, and um, just being able to get that passive income from that as well as some other strategies. Um, I know <clears throat> specifically that between um wholesaling and rentals i, I mean I, I told you i'm an agent as well mm-hmm. so i do plan on doing a little of the traditional side of like listing properties and everything like that okay. but for the main focus is just we're focused on acquiring rental properties building our portfolio and pretty much just funneling that energy that uh money into other um other avenues of income like i know that we want to eventually be private lenders for people who are fixing and flipping properties we don't want to flip any like major properties but we we certainly we certainly will but not at like a a huge volume like we might do three or four flips a year whereas some other people are focused on doing like 10 20 flips a year you know but Mm -hmm. that's a whole that model is is not really what we want to do real estate is just a really good vehicle um to get to what we actually want to do like i still want to be able to build out my media company but i feel like yeah so i feel like um Real estate is going to help me do that. And, um, yeah, so, like I said, folks on acquiring rentals, um, we do wholesale. Um, and I'm saying we. My brother's in it, but he, he does – he's gotten really into, like, stocks and stock options. Mm-hmm. And I love my brother, and I want to play to both of our strengths, but his okay. focus is – you know what I mean? His focus is more, like, the stock options. So he still helps me with certain things in the real estate business, mm-hmm. um, but his main focus is stock options. And I'm just like, yo, like, learn that. That's cool. Like, you don't have to do this stuff. Like, I'm going to just funnel my money into you so you could trade my money and then we could both make money. You know what I mean? And we still split whatever we split on the real estate side and we just work together. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. So we're a couple different avenues when it comes to to real estate. But, yeah, acquiring rentals, wholesaling, um, even looking into some Airbnb with some properties, but not like a not building out a major model because like every different strategy you do in real estate is gonna require different things, mm-hmm. and that's how you lose focus basically. And you don't want to like there's so many different models that like it's easy to get sucked into different things, and now you're not doing any type of business. And we fell in that that rabbit hole already, you know. Mm, sure. I know yeah. that you mentioned the the different vehicles avenues. I know Xavier. Um, from Millionaire Mindset Podcast, he talks about that a lot. And like, he, I didn't even know he was from Chicago too. So I've been peeping his, um, and listening to a lot of his podcast episodes. 
and lately too. I'm like, damn, man. Like, I appreciate yeah, I, these, I like that podcast too. I appreciate the gems that you be spitting, but I know as well, you, Lillian, have a YouTube channel. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I want to make sure that we talk about. Let me know about what you got. Yeah, so I finally buckled down and started my YouTube channel. I actually had a YouTube channel for a while now, but I initially started it for like my vegan journey and then transitioned into like um, some marketing stuff. And now I'm solely doing it for real estate, entrepreneurship and like investing. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Yeah. So YouTube, man, just like podcasts, like it's, you know, putting out consistent content is definitely hard. You know, putting out content that people want to hear about is hard. But at the same time, for me, it's more so about documenting my journey. Um, cause like what I don't want to come off as like the person who knows everything, who's like mm-hmm. at the top and doing this and that there. Cause I'm grinding every day, you know what I mean? And I know it appears, it's crazy. Like how the media really like people just get all these different perceptions of you. Like people think like, I'm like, I don't know, like, the, you know, you put yourself on screen and you automatically mm-hmm. have like this level of like authority to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, that's cool. That's cool. Like, I, I want to be able to help people, but I want you to know, like, I'm in the trenches too. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everything that I'm showing you and sharing with you is because I've learned it from, um, you know, people who are doing a lot more. And I just mm-hmm. want to show it to everybody else and also my experience as well. So my YouTube channel is all about mm. sharing. Yeah, it's just all about sharing my journey and sharing the information that I've learned from other people. Like me and my brother have spent thousands and thousands of dollars. We've taken so many trips. We've met up with so many people. Like we're in direct contact with multimillionaires, um, billionaires like that are doing crazy. You know what I mean? So I'm just here to be like, yo, this is what I've learned so far. That you Take what you can from this video and go apply it. This is what I'm doing. Take what you can from this video and go apply it because I'm doing it right now. You know what I mean? And I think it's, yeah, you know, and like for me, I started it because I was inspired by other people who are doing the same thing. And it's really important. Yeah, it's really important to have somebody who's kind of on that level because sometimes when you see like these millionaires and and these billionaires, you're like, yo, I can't even get to that level. Like, how do you even start? But when you see somebody who's on the ground level, running with you then it's like it's like damn okay it's they're a little bit more relatable you know what I mean like I might be just one step ahead of you know somebody and they might you know a lot of people like reach out to me for like consultations and I'm like yo like I'm not even like there yet where I want to be you know but but me being just that one step ahead or just knowing that one extra thing that might help them like they feel comfortable because I'm not like so far away. Like I'm very reachable. Like you can send me a message. I'm going to respond to you. You know what I mean? Cause I'm in the trenches as well. So I think that really helps people relate to me. And um, I'm kind of running with that. Like, I don't want to be that person that just pops up online when I'm like a multi-billionaire, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And then it's like, well, how the hell do you get to that level now? Like you see me every day. And I, I like to see my own progress. Like there's videos that I made years ago where I'm like, damn, like, wow, my life has really changed. You know, so I'm documenting my journey in front of the public. And, you know, it can be a little scary at times. Like, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be hesitant to hit that click, the upload button. <laughs> but once but I you do, do it anyway. it's your yeah. creation. Like, because I've been, when I, when I was first see your, your YouTube video, I'm like, come on, man. I got I to gotta, I gotta make sure I support this on this because it takes yeah. a lot of courage to, to promote anything or to even post a video. 
And like mm-hmm. I'm seeing you consistent with it and I already know like your your intent and your meaning behind it. I'm like, man, I'm 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 proud of you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm proud of you too, man. Cause I mean you you putting out so much content with this podcast and I'm just like, yo, it's so crazy. Again, like I love to see from the ground level, like I know when you started it, like you yeah. know what I mean? And to see the growth in such a short period of time is like wow anything is achievable yo. like anything is achievable and like like now is bringing you so many different connections like it's amazing like you said networking yo like networking will get you farther than anything like we're literally here we're all we're doing doing on earth is creating relationships with other people like that's all we're doing you know what i mean so like that's gonna take you farther than anything else like it's just so amazing like i love i love to see the journey i appreciate that because you was you was You've been here since like the, the first, like the first ten episodes. Like you on the crew, and then forty eight episodes later. Like I didn't even know what this was going to be. Like at first, I had <laughs> topics that I was going to talk about, and then you run out of topics. I'm like, you know what? I just I'm just going to bring on people every week, and mm-hmm. we're going to have a conscious conversation. And that's 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 been my model. And I've networked and been able to meet so many amazing people. And it's just like, damn, this is my blueprint. I'm just going right. to with this blueprint. Right. I remember when you was just talking about it. It's crazy. Like, we're seeing, like, the birth in our group. We've seen the birth of so many things. Like, all the people that are doing so many great things in our group, you know, Lonnie, Aaron, like, everybody, everybody, like, just doing some great things. And it all starts, like, when it's, like, obviously the idea in the person's mind and then, like, us talking about it and just encouraging each other to go for it. Like, what's the worst that can happen? We're creating our own reality, so you might as well. It's gonna work out regardless. You know what I mean? It's gonna work out. (laughs) Like, it may not work. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, like you said, it's not gonna work out how you think it, but it's gonna happen even better than what you think. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's something we gotta keep at the forefront. Like, you know, you naturally have a vision for how things are gonna go with, with, you know, whatever you start, but you gotta understand that it's not about being so strict in the in the approach is you gotta be flexible in the approach but understand like your goal is still there you know and it might take a couple detours but at the end of the day like you're gonna get there like if you literally don't quit you're going to get there (laughs) and just be consistent because like i haven't missed a sunday i don't want to like i've put out an episode every sunday for the past year i enjoy this shit right i enjoy these conversations i can tell This is this is fucking fun to me. I get the I get the chat like we never had a conversation like this. Right. And I'm grateful that we're able to co create in this space and have this kind of conversation. Right. That's a fact. Is, man, let us know. Um I, we kinda dived away from your YouTube. Where can we find this amazing YouTube channel? So the name of it is my name, <laughs> which is Lillian Chuck Weezy, and you'll see <clears throat> It'll say Lillian Chuckweezy, real estate investor and agent, and hopefully you can like link that in the description or whatever. Um, 100%, 100%. Yeah, and then um, you can find you can also find me on Instagram at flyhigh underscore lil, and on Twitter at flyhigh underscore lil. Um, I might be changing that soon. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's <laughs> all be, good. Let me know. Yeah, I might be changing it to my first and last name to keep it basic because. Fly High was my uh, basketball name, and uh, I no longer am playing professionally, so it's a little bit different. I'm kind of, I feel like I'm stepping into this new phase of like womanhood and like my life, and like things are like changing, you know what I mean, before my eyes. And I'm just like, I'm, I, I want to run with the shift, you know? Um, but yeah, you're, my you're, you're creating a new person, exactly. Every day, every day. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, my YouTube channel is um, my first and last name, which you will link. And um, it's all about real estate, investing, and entrepreneurship. Um, the entrepreneurship grind is crazy. Like, it's so crazy. Like, the different emotions you go through. Like, it's a roller coaster. Just having your own business and really focusing on growing that. And, like, it's it's so crazy. So, like, all my videos are dedicated to that. And, um, you know, if that interests anybody on here, definitely check that out. And um, like Rich was saying, like, you can definitely get the bag and still be spiritual. <laughs> Come like, on, nah. it's, you could be very bag spiritual. spiritual. Exactly. On, you know what I mean? I think people try to try to associate money with like all these negative connotations and it's just like no, money is just another tool for us to use. Mm-hmm. Like it's here for us to use um to better the world and to better each other. So, you know, abundance don't be afraid. Exact abundance is our birthright. So you know hey, that might that might that might be the episode title. High key abundance is our birthright. Like, that's yeah. a fire. That's a fire title. Because <laughs> I've I been writing that. titles while we've been talking, but this might be the that might be the title. Abundance is our birthright. I fuck with that. Yeah, I like that. The title of the show. I always on um, before I wrap it up, sis. I always ask this question: What would your message to humanity be? Ooh, that's Take a good time. one. Take a time. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. My message to humanity, <sighs> I think, <clears throat> and it might sound it might sound cliche, but honestly, show no. more love, show more love in the world. And I think the more love you show, the more love you will receive. And and that applies in all aspects of life. It applies in relationships. It applies in business. Because like I said earlier, all we do every day is build relationships even as an agent and an investor and i'm going out and i'm going to sell these houses and buy these houses i have to build relationships with these people to trust me to do certain things and if i show them love and show that i actually care about what their needs are that's how i get business you know what i mean it goes with everything Mm -hmm. like with y'all like with our group i show that like you know i'm interested in y'all like i love y'all like What's going on in your lives? You know, that's showing that is how you get that energy reciprocated. And I feel like mm-hmm. the more love that you're able to show and understand that it is an abundance, you're going to receive more. And I think your life is just going to be overall better. And honestly, I'm working on that every day. Like, every day isn't perfect. Like, you know what I mean? There's going to be bad days. Well, not bad days, but like, there's going to be days where <clears throat> you don't feel like showing as much love. But I think if you keep that at the mm-hmm. forefront of every day, like, hey, Like, how can I show somebody that, like, I appreciate them or I love them or just say something nice and just, you know, just show more love in the world because that's what we need. We need more love, and I think the world would be a better place with that. (laughs) Motivational speaker Lillian, bro. (laughs) That's coming in the future. Coming in the future. Hey, hey, I can see what the little mic said on me, little headset on me. You got your little hands. Guys, I started in the trench. Okay. (laughs) I'll be like, go back to Sunday Sessions podcast. Bro, I've got a whole TED Talk. We we, we manifesting that TED Talk. I'm watching that YouTube. Oh, for sure. For sure. That's coming for sure. Let's get it. Let's just get it. (laughs) Sis, thank you so much for being on the show. This was a lot of fun. I'm glad that we were able to share this space together. Man, thank you so much for inviting me on. Anytime you want me to come back on, please just hit me up. Hit me up. And when I start mine, listen, you're going to be on there like, I'm going to start a podcast, and I'm going to have each and every one of y'all on there. Like, y'all have to come on there. 
Um, that's so amazing. You know, you know, I'm gonna support you, but how how I can? Absolutely. You know, you you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I got, I got you, guys. It's always reality is a direct reflection of you. Be mindful of your inner talk. Be about peace and body love. And like Lillian said, we need more love in this bitch. And we need you more than ever to shift the collective consciousness into one about peace and love and not fear and hate. As always, guys, keep creating your best lives.